everyone, Sarah Brown Wessling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. I'm excited to introduce Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. I was named National Teacher of the Year in 2010, and since then, I've been committed to sharing the stories and elevating the voices of the State Teachers of the Year. It is my hope that this podcast will give you insight into the incredible work they do. In these episodes, the 2020 State Teachers of the Year are navigating responding to two radical changes in our society, the COVID-19 pandemic and the heightened awareness of institutionalized racism. Through this first series, my first lesson of the year, we hope to capture the true essence of the return to school from an educator's perspective. You can join the conversation on social media by using the hashtag, hashtag ntoy20 or visiting us online at ntoy.org. That's N-T-O-Y dot O-R-G. This is Jasmine Estes, Senior Communication Specialist at the Council of Chief State School Officers. Welcome, Erin, and thank you for joining me for this conversation today. Let's jump right in. Can you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Erin McCarthy. I'm the 2020 Wisconsin Teacher of the Year. Um, I teach middle school, so I teach eighth grade U.S. history in Greendale, Wisconsin. Thank you. Um, so my first question is, if you can tell me about one of your first lessons that you taught this year. Sure, yeah. Um, so we're not that far into the school year, but I did do something that um, helped me feel really good about where we're going and I think it made the kids really feel at ease. So we decided to um, establish their vision statement for the year. So we talked about, first of all, what's a vision statement, right? It sounds like you should be sitting in a boardroom or something like that when you talk about it. But I had them imagine that it's June 2021. And how do you feel now that we're done, right? Like we finished the school year. Um, you know, what are some things you hope you learned? What is a topic you explored? What's a skill? And why are you ready to move on to the future? And they were really stumped by that <laughs> question. So we had to spend some time thinking through it. I had to give them ideas of like words you could use to describe emotions. Um, but it sort of set a tone. And then we said, well, that's how we want to feel. But we now we need to figure out like how we get there. So we spent some time talking about what are their values and I gave them a list of values to choose from. So they, they didn't say, I don't know, which is what eighth graders would normally say. Um, and what are their strengths? I asked them, like, what are things you like to do? What are, um, you know, three things you have to do every day to feel satisfied with your day? Which they, had to, they really were thoughtful about that one. Um, and then from there, they tried their best to come up with a vision statement. And then I took all of their answers and had a conversation with each of them the next day about, oh, these are things that you say are important to you, like exploring and being active and connecting with nature. And that's going to be really tough this year because half the school year, you're going to be in front of a computer. So we need to make sure that's part of your vision statement if that's who you think you are and how I'm going to check in with you on it. And let's, let's make a commitment that, that we're going to make sure that's part of who you are this year. Um, so I gave each of them a journal to keep at home. So when we're not together and in case we go digital, they have a place to keep track of how they're doing on their goal. 
um, and they, they wrote down a mantra, like a self-affirmation to help set themselves stay connected. Um, so yeah, it was definitely not a lesson <laughs> that I ever would have done before, but it really helped me connect to these kids who really I've only known for just a couple days. Wow, that's really interesting. And it seems like a good way to kind of kick off the year um, mm -hmm. with the vision. Um, that's great. That's interesting. I'm, I would have loved to be in your class for that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my next question is, was this lesson different than how you would usually begin your school year? Yeah, it's interesting. So it's different in so many ways. I mean, I spent the whole summer sort of thinking about how am I going to build relationships with kids? How am I going to connect with them? Because that's not something I've ever thought was a strength of mine. It's just something that organically grew. And now you had this artificial pressure to do it really quickly. Um, and normally we start the school year with like the, all those icebreaker things that you remember probably. And they're like kind of awkward because it's middle school and it's sort of zany and wacky. And I don't feel like I know the kids at the end of the week. I feel exhausted after the first week because I've tried to maintain the chaos, but um, never has it had this feeling to it of like depth. And like, I really do feel like I have a little bit of an idea who each of them is, despite only knowing them for a few hours. Wow. So that was a really effective way of trying to get to know them. Um, that's great. Because to your point, um, you've only known them for a couple of days. And while you have that, typically have that um, in-person interaction where you can read body language and read, you know, their responses, I think that's a great way. That was a great way to understand, like, you know, big picture, who they want to be or, like, the visions for themselves. But that's awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Okay, my last question, there's a few parts to it. But I want to know, what did you learn? Um, and we kind of talked about it. But, you know, what did you learn about your students? What did you learn about teaching during this time? And just in general, what did you learn about learning? Um, has your philosophy changed at all? Do you have a different perspective on it? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely, I would say, Though if I had to sum up with one word, how is this different and how did it change my understanding of learning and them and myself, it would be the word calm, which is not a word people associate with middle school at all. And it usually isn't a middle school thing. Mm -hmm. And um, just really embracing it, I think. And I've been thinking about the whole child a lot and trying to understand how do we teach the whole child. And this was a time to just completely jump in with both feet and really set the tone because like no one's ever asked them before like what do you want to learn this school year and that's why they were sort of stumped like what do you mean a topic I want to learn about I'm like well you must want to know about something and it doesn't have to be in social studies um, and so they were really thoughtful and they were reflecting and um, the calmness I'm not even sure I think it hit me today why it's so calm. All of the um, school bells are turned off. So if you think about that jarring feeling of like, you know, that loud bell rings and you jump and like every time you go somewhere, it's like you're in a factory, right? Um, we don't have that. And so because everybody's schedule's different and we're trying to learn new procedures, but I just really hope they never come back. Because like to go my whole day without a loud bell ringing, 
to tell me to go somewhere or that something's over, um, you can just kind of say, hey, it's all right. I think we're done with today. Um, I'm, I have to take time now to clean your desks. Um, so you can just kind of talk. It's a chance to talk because you know the connection is what they missed and stuff like that. Um, and so for me, it's, I've never been so slow at starting the school year. I've always been in a hurry to get somewhere and I'm not, right? Because if I don't, if I don't make a connection to them and if they don't feel like my, our classroom is a comfortable space, they're never going to learn really anything. They'll go through the motions. Some of them will do their work, but they're not going to care about it the way I need them to. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it feels really good. It feels really different and it wouldn't have been something I would have been able to do previously. The hybrid model means I have like eight kids in a class or maybe 13. And to have a personal conversation with every kid, although it's the goal, it never happens when there's 31. Mm -hmm. So it's really been an amazing opportunity. Wow. So it seems like although everything is different, um, you're getting new opportunity to connect in different ways. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for the chance to talk about what we're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the first series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. It's our honor to elevate the voices of educators across the country and provide them with a national platform to amplify their message and advocate on behalf of their students and colleagues. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag NToy20. That's hashtag NTOY20. Let's keep the conversation going.